With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms. And producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every touchdown, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a 99-yard pass to score a touchdown or a fumble in the first minute of the game. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code WELCOME to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code WELCOME at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code WELCOME. Hey parents, Greenlight is here to take one big thing off your to-do list, teaching your kids about money. With a Greenlight debit card and money app of their own, Kids and teens learn to earn, save, and invest. You can send money instantly, set flexible controls, and get real-time notifications of your kids' money activity. Set up chores and put allowance on autopilot to reward them for their hard work. Then learn about the world of money together. Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it, not only from your computer, but your phone as well, so you can do it on the go wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast not only to the Spotify platform, every other podcast and platform as well just like that all you have to do is record edit hit publish and spotify takes care of the rest i use spotify podcasters to start my journey bibs used it to start his journey we used it to start the mavs outsiders journey and now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well to get started all you have to do is download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Reese, Bibbs, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys going to do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dogs, cats, chickens, ducks, all that in between. It's your boy DJ Max. Like, no. <laughs> DJ Manning. Okay, hold up. Welcome back to another edition of the Max. This is how we act when we had a whole week in between episodes, okay? This is how we act now. <laughs> Welcome back to another edition of the Mavs Outsiders. I'm one half of your host, as always, Maurice Williams, aka Reese, aka Mind of Reese, at M of R25 on Twitter. Joined as always by my co-host, Mr. Michael Bibbins, aka Bibbs, at Bibbs Corner on Twitter. Have you seen podcasts? Wherever you find your podcast content, everything Bibbs Corner you can find at www.bibbscorner.com. Com. Also be on the lookout for the Mind of Reese podcast every week, except for sometimes it's not. Bibbs, how you feeling, brother? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I don't want to rob you if you wanted to do the announcement of, of this uh, milestone we just hit. But uh, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, we're in a good place. The, the, the bidding war is underway. And... Uh, the draft is a month away, like yeah. literally, literally a month away. So some moves are going to have to start moving. Some shakes going to have to start shaking. Yeah. Um, WNBA season started. The, the the Mystics clapped the Liberty in that first game. Made me feel good about the season. Shakira Austin was doing things I didn't know she could do. Today, even though we caught the L, she was doing things. And, and Shout made... out Brianna Stewart. Say what? Shout out Brianna Stewart. I'm not shouting out the ops today. We're they not. came in an L, but you know. Her Brianna Stewart, she did her thing. Yeah. Hers was not in the L today. Oh, okay. She they beat uh the, the shit out of the fever today. <laughs> Whatever we did to her the other day. Oh, that's why you said the ops, because Aaliyah Boston over there. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's not on the Mystics is an op to me right now. Too shit. We 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 clapped Stewie on Friday, and I guess she was upset and took that out on Aaliyah Boston today. So uh I don't know what's going on in the WNBA with these releases, man. But the players, yeah, the rosters is tight. It's a hundred and forty players, no, hundred thirty-eight. I think six teams don't have a full roster. It's hundred and thirty-eight players in the league, and they just drafted thirty-six players, like. It's women have been out there for 15 years. Like you, some kid fresh off the block is not stealing that spot unless a team really wants to invest. It's just not enough spots. Crazy. Um, the milestone that Bib spoke of, the Mavs outsiders have officially passed 100,000 total downloads. Crazy. Crazy to think about in our two year span, you know. Hell of a milestone for us. We appreciate y'all for actually listening to us when we say, hey, subscribe, download, which we don't say often, which means y'all doing it on your own. And we ain't even got to tell y'all to do it. So when we get this Patreon and we tell y'all, subscribe to the Patreon, expect you to do it. Be on the lookout for it. I'm not saying when. I'm just saying be on the lookout for it. I'm actually thinking of a We'll talk about that. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, we got a lot of things going on, you know, uh, bidding war going on. Uh, the draft lottery just concluded this past weekend. Go listen to our reaction. With that episode is up. Um, the draft will be coming up soon. Free agency will follow afterwards. 
Um, speaking of the draft, uh, it's not just us today. It's not a two-man weave. We got the trio going on. The Holy Trinity, so to speak, you know? The Holy Trinity of motherfuckers talking too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we have our correspondent. He's been on the show before. Y'all are familiar with him, Mr. Shad Miller. Shad, say what's up to the people. What up, what up, what up? It's always a good time. I'm ready to talk about Chicago for sure. Okay, all right. Hey, look, we can hop right in. Well, before we hop right into it. No, no, do your thing. Do your thing. We got a thing on this We got a thing on this podcast where we talk about everything possible not related to basketball for like 30, 40 minutes, just to piss people off now. Um, I have not seen Fast X yet. Me neither. Really? Oh, yeah, because you went out of town. Yeah, I was supposed to see it this weekend. Didn't turn out that way, but I will be going to see it. Jerron said, bro, this movie's ass. And I'm like, well, I've heard different from everybody else. So mm. we'll see. We'll see. Um, I did get to go to the, for the people listening, I did get to go to the Through the Wire Live show Friday. Shout out to the homies. Uh, I'm pretty, like my girl was like, because they were saying my name sometimes throughout the podcast. And my girl was like, I bet these other fans probably like, why are they talking to this motherfucker Reese so much? And I'm just like... Soon as they came in and sat down, like 30 seconds in, the motherfucker PL was like, he spotted me. I didn't think they was gonna see. I was like four rolls. Okay. Back. And he spotted me. He said, dude, in the glasses right there, funny looking. I said, (laughs) (laughs) then he put me on the spot. They was talking about the draft and he started talking about the Mavericks at 10. And he was like, oh, wait. Reese, uh, Mass fan, Reese, who you want them to drive at number 10? I was like, come on, man. You know, I don't even like, I ain't did my scouting yet. You know, I don't even watch college basketball like that. That's your thing. You fumbled the bag for real? Fumbled the bag. Oh, I ain't fumbled. <laughs> Once, look, you could have texted me to the side. I would have said, <laughs> just throw his name out here, bro. I talked to him. Say exactly what I'm about to write right here. Make it seem like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> I would have lobbed it. You'd have been, they'd be like, damn, he really he ran on his shit. It's like, damn, I wasn't expecting that motherfucker to ask him. Uh, yeah, like, it was good. It was a good time, man. Good time. Um, what else? What else? The girl was not mad at you for, for dragging her to this event. No, no, no. Man. She's listened to the podcast before because when okay. I get her to work from work, it's playing in the car. So she's familiar gotcha. with them. Gotcha. Um, and she was excited to go because she loves Philly. So I mean, it is what it is. Okay. We didn't drive. I was like, it wasn't, a, it wasn't an L. I don't want look. I don't want to put look. I ain't think too personal. But now nah, you could tell by you could tell by the social media. She was she was happy to be there. It was lit. <laughs> it was lit. I was, that's why I thought like the, talking about the like, video was, of us on uh on my yeah, story. And I said, right, you right. I, I said, I, right, you right. And I hit him up with this. I said, damn, that y'all match energies for real. That's all I wrote on there. I said, "Yeah, I could, I, okay, I see it." We got. I forgot up, about um, the post. I forgot about the post. Yeah, you right. Yeah, After I was like, show, "Yeah, they had a good time." <laughs> <laughs> After the show, uh, everybody lined up. They got to meet them in the back, and you like. Obviously, I have a different relationship with them because he said it to me before. He was like, "You know, you really just one of the homies." It's like because I don't be hot like we be in Xbox parties chilling. I don't be in there like, oh man, in this episode, I'm like, man, I'm 30 years fucking old. Like, I'm older than all of y'all. What I look like about to be in here fanning out y'all the homies for real. You know, be cool. We kicking it. So, you know, they greeted me when I got up. And when we was leaving, 
He gonna say thanks for letting Reese come out tonight. I say yo, stop. <laughs> Was talking to my girl like thanks for letting him come out tonight. Like come on, yo, really? They trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> So uh, me and her, first of all, it was cold as hell in there, man. Like when we left, I hit him up on Twitter. I said, yo, next time, tell them turn the air down in that bitch. Like, where was this at? Like, a... it was, I don't know what, I can't explain what it was. It, it had like a, like a hotel. Stuff. Nah, it looked like a garage type thing. But when you go inside okay. not a garage. Like a warehouse? So, Kind of small warehouse. Okay. Okay. Um. <clears throat> uh. Yeah. It was cold as hell. But me and her left there. We was looking for food because we was hungry as shit. Uh. The show. The doors opened at six thirty, and we didn't get out of there till almost ten o'clock. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I hope. One. I know y'all don't listen to the podcast, but anybody who's a fan that's listening to the podcast, go back and tell them. Reese said y'all motherfuckers was late. Okay. The doors opened at six thirty. The show ain't start till like 7, 10, 7, 15. While black people don't go on tour. <laughs> uh, Lauren Hill asked. It's like, nah, they my homies. Though. But we left there. We left there. And this is the part where I started to get pissed off. We left there. And we went to find, we wanted to find some food. So we was like, she was like, it's a soul food spot. Like five, six minutes from me. I said, say less. Say less. It's soul food. At 10.30? It was like 10 something. They were still open. They was open until 12. Okay. 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 I was about to say, uh, they didn't went so home. But was the kitchen open? Hold up. <laughs> was the kitchen open? <laughs> the kitchen was open, right? Okay. Okay. So it was only like six minutes away. So I'm like, all right, boom. We we go there. We good. I'm I'm hungry for some grub. So I see the spot. I'm like, all right, that's the spot right there. We get out the car, walk in. We walk into the spot and I'm like, all right, cool. A little small spot, you know. Probably family owned, whatever. I'm looking at the seats. The seats kind of peeling. I'm like, all right. It's just a dude in there sitting in the chair. I don't know if he worked there or he just chilling. I'm like, okay. What dude? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying to let it the get men, there. I was like, it's like a little, so it's like a little small menu up on the board. Okay, so it was a board, all right. This plexiglass <laughs> with the register. And the topman on this, this was the topman, right? Because at this point, we already ordered. We knew what we wanted. I ordered baked chicken, uh, cabbage, and mac and cheese. She ordered uh whitened yams and mac and cheese. And she got a lemon cake. First of all, the lemon cake had chocolate icing on it. Disgusting. On purpose? Absolutely disgusting. I know. Wait, 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 what? Absolutely. Like, my girl asked for a lemon cake, and the lady pulled it up like, yeah, that's the lemon cake. And it looks like a regular, like, yellow cake with yellow chocolate cake. icing. <laughs> and she was like, no, nah, do y'all got lemon cake? She said, yeah, this is the lemon cake. I'm like, no. Oh. Like, all right. So we ordered the food, right? Pay for the food. My girl <laughs> goes into the back. This is the, I'm standing in front of the, the register. Okay. The bathroom's right here. She goes into the bathroom. She opens the door. The bathroom's so fucking tiny. I'm five foot six. My girl got to be five, seven, five, eight. She got long legs. If she sat on the toilet and stretched her legs out, her feet would be outside the door. So at this point, I've come to the conclusion, this fool about to be fire. 
Like, <laughs> I would have said the same thing. Like, that little this stick, place, like, hole yeah, in the wall. One, as soon as I walked in and I saw the chairs peeling, I'm like, somebody, mo- somebody, mom in the back. Oh, this about to hit. <laughs> then I just seen random dudes sitting in the chair. I thought he was a customer. Okay. Motherfucker wasn't a you somebody cousin or something. He must have been somebody uncle was he was an older dude. Like he had to be somebody uncle. He was playing chess he by himself. He was just chilling watching TV. Chilling. Chess I'm chess telling you. So he had already ate before you got up in there. Facts. So and his food was probably free. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. His food was free. He was like, man, I'm uh, glad my I'm, I'm glad my sister worked back here. I seen the plexiglass. Oh, I forgot the cashier had an attitude. <laughs> Oh yeah, that food was good. That that was delicious. Boy, that mac and cheese. <laughs> Listen to me. Ain't nothing like some soulful home cooked macaroni and fucking cheese. Oh my god. The cabbage, the cabbage was cool. Cabbage wasn't nasty, but it was a little too sweet. It's mm. like hella sweet. The baked chicken though, fantastic. Like we ate this shit. We ain't even pull off. We ate in the car. And I'm going to tell you why we ate in the car. I go on booking.com looking for a hotel because we're not driving back. It was like two hours, 45 minutes. Y'all ain't playing this at all. No, we planned it. We knew we were staying at a hotel. We just was going, you know. Well, we we didn't know because we didn't know what time the show would be over. If it was over earlier, we probably would have went back home. But I was tired. Is it like a two-hour drive? Usually to Philly it is. But for some reason, to this part of Philly, it was like two hours, 45 minutes. Oh hell no! So it couldn't have been. Oh, y'all like, were in Philly. Yeah, it oh, couldn't have been like central near downtown type shit. So, um, I was like, all right, yeah, we stand out here. So, I'm looking up hotels. I'm looking for something under two hundred dollars. It ain't gotta be nothing fancy. It could be like a day's end or something. You feel me? So, I find a Best Western in. I've stayed at the Best Western hotel, so I'm like, I'm looking it up. They got good reviews. You know, the, the shit seemed cool, and, and it was. When I went on booking, I said hotels around me. I checked the time. I'm like, yo, why the fuck this hotel 45 minutes away? The motherfuckers, the motherfuckers gave me a hotel in New Jersey. <laughs> hey, well, Philly is close to, to New Jersey and stuff, though. Bro, when I checked, <laughs> the, I checked the address, I said, I said, what'd that say? She said, that's say New Jersey. I said, okay, so I'm not tripping. I was so mad, but I paid for the hotel with Clarna. I said, you had booked it already? Yeah. I paid so for it New Jersey. I used Clarna to pay for the, the hotel. I didn't know you could do that. But, you know. I don't know who that is. You don't know what Clarna is? No. Nah. Where you break the payments down in the four? Oh, okay. nah, he got paper. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he must be rich. Uh-uh. Anyway. Last part of the story. No, not the last part of the story. Sorry. Klarna. So we get to the hotel. We get to the hotel. It's like a motel in or whatever. It only got two floors. Okay. So going to the lobby, I'm like, damn, ain't nobody in the in the lobby. What's going on? I check in. So they got a computer thing where you check in. I'm like, all right, cool, convenient. So I'm touching the screen. It says, touch oh, whoa, 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 whoa. what part of Jersey? What part of Jersey? Let me check. It wasn't like a bad part. Okay. Me. All right. You had to be in like a Wait, South Jersey. He was thinking that's why they wasn't there. I was, <laughs> I was about to get concerned. <laughs> I'm about to say, 
before, Burlington County, New Jersey. I'm about to say before you. Oh yeah, you were fine. I, before I was about to say before you tell the rest of the story. I'm about to say he wasn't in Brick City. He didn't drive that far. Say West Hampton, West Hampton, New Jersey. Okay, yeah, my cousins live in the hood in Jersey. They had me oh. out there fighting for my life. <laughs> I know a girl from Camden, New Jersey. That's the hood, motherfucker. Yeah, so <clears throat> going to the lobby, I press the screen. I'm ex- I hit check in. I'm expecting like something to pop up. Something did pop up. Me, we keep pressing the screen, and a lady pop up on the screen. Like, hello, Muhammad. I help you. Me and my girlfriend jump back. Like, boy, what the hell? <laughs> In the episode of Black Mirror, I thought AI was talk, taking over, man. She she on the green screen. She probably in the crib, chilling, working from home, checking people into the hotel. So we check in, easy, simple. We go upstairs. This is the last part of the story. No, it's not the last part of the story. Something keep happening in the hotel. I feel like it need to be getting close to the end of the story. <laughs> I don't know if we need to go past a certain point. <laughs> I'm gonna skip that part. Right. So, so we get to the hotel. Uh, we took a shower. No, we go in and we hear music. Nope. <laughs> not not like that. So I look out the back window. Not nah, okay. And it's they must be having a cookout behind the hotel. Because <laughs> I see one of those trucks that open up like this. Okay. I hear music. I see cars, and it sounds like Mexican music. So I'm like, they having like a Mexican party out there or something. Edit that. Edit that out. Edit that out. Oh. Uh. Edit that That's out. Like a- so we listening. We like, man, what the fuck going on out there? Like, damn. At this point, it's like eleven o'clock, bro. Like. It's 11 o'clock. They playing music. They partying. When I say they was doing that shit till like 1 o'clock, and after a while, we was like, maybe they not Mexican, because they started playing swag surfing some other stuff. I'm like, these sound like our people. So on top of that, the wall... Let me finish before you say anything. The walls in the place is thin. So... So, so, hey, yo. So, <laughs> so all night while we trying to sleep, it's just people in the hallway all night talking, laughing, feet running through the hallway. I'm like, bro, y'all pay the whole y'all pay for a hotel to stay up all night. And if we heard them, I know they heard us. Anyway, so with that being said, <laughs> see, see, that's what I was talking about right there. But you said the walls are there. I said, I know where you're gonna go with this. <laughs> I know where he's going. Oh man. All I'm saying is there was a moment where adult things were happening, and outside the hotel room in the hallway, I heard a woman like trying to like fussing at her child so i'm like he about to learn what hope what happened at hotel rooms tonight oh man that happened never mind let me stop oh man <laughs> i almost told a story i'm gonna let it go we getting out of hand brother <laughs> getting out of hand. the game is on right now who y'all got he going up 3-0 
Get the Celtics out of here. Get them out. You know, Shieko said, uh, can't <clears> believe, <throat> basically said, I can't believe it's Mass fans out here cheering for the Heat. Look, man. It ain't about the Heat. I ain't cheering for the Heat. I ain't cheering for the Celtics. But I'm not cheering against Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. They're my boys. So it's just it's just Jimmy Butler for me. Yeah, I understand. Did all Jimmy Butler? Um, man, I like people that like basketball. What what you get into this week? This weekend? <clears throat> nothing that exciting. Um, <laughs> I might should have went last. Okay, definitely nothing that exciting. I watched. I did watch several several uh several movies. Now, this is where I have to, to confess that I had never watched um, White Men Can't Jump start to finish. <clears throat> so I did that. Oh, on, yeah. You told me that already. I was like, what? No. I did that on Friday. Um, and then I watched the new one on Saturday. And then I watched The Mother Today. You don't seem happy. What can I say? So first the of mother, all, I yeah, wasn't the mother, prepared yeah, go ahead. to see Alex Trebek. I wasn't prepared to see Alex Trebek, R.I.P. in the original. Um, weird movie. Weird movie. Um, the basketball stuff early on in the movie was straight, and then it then it just went to some other places that it was like, okay, whatever, man. Um, the new movie. Jack Harlow should not have been cast. Mm. <clears throat> there were some some good moments. There were some funny moments, but I, he just wasn't he just wasn't delivering some of these lines for me the way I felt that they needed to be delivered. Very dry affect, and it's something that <clears throat> in his second album I said that he he was rapping like he didn't really have no passion about it, but that I think that's just how he talked. I think that's just how he talked because he was delivering like lines that should have been punchlines that he should have had some type of expression or some emotion with he was just saying them like it was very dry and vanilla no pun intended um <clears throat> um everything else i mean the story the thing that made me mad is the the story to set up everything they had could have it could have been a really good movie like they had a really good a really dope story for both of them both of the characters had good background. They kept like, did you watch the new one, Sean? I haven't watched it yet, but I'm still like looking at you or what you said about the original one. I'm like, wow. it's like two different movies, basically. Like you wow. got the basketball stuff and then it switched to some yeah. Um, <clears throat> but in the in the old in the new one, they gave Gloria, Gloria was the movie. Say what? Gloria was the movie. Shout out to Rosie Perez. I mean, she she was doing a lot. She doing a lot of carrying in that movie, as far as the she, play value is concerned. She could still she could still That's call me Mookie sure. to this day. <laughs> still call me Mookie. I'm waiting. In the new one, so I I don't want to say too I don't want to say too much in case y'all care to actually watch this thing. I don't give a fuck. Look, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with this. I'm gonna hit you with this. I knew by that cast list. I said Mm-mm. no. I'll wait on this one. So I'm not excited all, at all. Lance Reddick. This is the second thing I've seen Lance Reddick in since he passed, where he passed in the, the film I was watching. Oh, I'm I'm tired of watching Lance Reddick die. Um Man, thanks for letting me know he passed in John Wick chapter four. I mean, it's like in the first 10 minutes, so 
There you go. By the time I watched the movie, I wouldn't have fucking remember. You probably won't. I literally have not seen it. <clears throat> You'll yet. remember when you get to that scene and be like, oh, this must be where it's about to happen. Oh, okay. It's like pretty obvious that it's happening when it's happening. Um, it wasn't like some big dramatic thing even. It was almost like, I only got 10 minutes. Let's get this over with. Anyway, R.I.P. Lance Reddick. But basically, uh, they did a good thing. They had basically Lance Reddick's character is LeVar Ball, <clears throat> if we put it like that. Uh, very supportive dad involved in his son's like happenings and whatnot. And the main Cinqua call, call, excuse me, Cinqua Walls is like a guy who's like a top prospect coming out of high school. But uh, for whatever reason, we we don't know during the movie, it didn't work out. We learn over the course of the movie why it didn't work out. But like 10 years later, he's delivering packages and like playing pickup ball on the courts and stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, Jack Harlow's character is also actually did go to college, uh, played for Gonzaga, apparently. Well, he did because he's white. And tore both his ACLs. Jesus. But he's like in his upper 20s and he's still trying to get to the G League in his head. In the meantime, he's hustling. Uh detox juices and like training kids on the side for a little bit of cash uh his girl is a choreographer and she's gotten she got an opportunity to potentially go on tour with SZA at the beginning of the movie like we learned this um they kept a lot of the setup from the original movie but changed the way things play out is what I'll say um the story like i said the story the setups were all good i just didn't feel i think jack harlow really threw everything off for me for the most part and the side characters were kind of goofy in a not good way um and then i saw who wrote it a lot of the race jokes were bad then i saw who was involved please don't tell me it's who i think it is you you know exactly who the fuck it is is it king your it is Jesus fucking Christ almighty. I, I If I never see Kenya Barris's name listed as a writer on something again, it'll be too soon. I'm tired. Like, what is it with this motherfucking race jokes? And they were bad. Like, I'm sorry, bad race jokes. Because you yeah. people, oh my God. Like, there's plenty of opportunity for these conversations to be had, but not in the ways that they're being written by this nigga. I mean. <laughs> by who? By who? Huh? Gotcha. Wasn't me this time. Gotcha. Um, I I, it had to be described that way. I'm sorry. I'm tired. I'm Mm, tired. No, no. Hey, Caucasian got to go away. What else is he? Sorry. (laughs) Whatever he is involved in next, I will not be there. I don't care who's in it or what it's about. Twenty one upcoming projects. Okay, (laughs) we need a black. I'll do it, and then. He gets his check. He's doing a Bob Marley musical. A what? Dead ass. He's got a Juneteenth movie coming out. <clears throat> oh my god! Oldish. I wouldn't be surprised if he wrote that. Oldish. Now nah, I'm actually looking forward to that because I like Lawrence, uh, Lawrence Fishburne and all. I, I like gotta, I gotta see what people say when it comes out. But yeah, that that actually might be okay, and he might not actually be writing it. Vince Staples is getting a show, apparently. Vince Staples? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, He was supposed to be in the Wood remake, but I think they canceled it. 
They did. They were going to do a series. <clears throat> okay. This man got too much shit going on, and I'm not excited about most of this. Unfortunately, some of it might have to be watched, but I will not be excited when I hit play or go to the theater. Get to the mother. The mother. Anyway, the mother, uh, yeah, the mother. <laughs> Get to the mother. The mother was a solid little action flick. Um, shout out to my girl, Yvonne. Uh, she did her thing in the movie. And <sighs> I would say the mother is kind of two movies. Like you have the first yeah. movie. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched it. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of two movies. Like the first half of the movie, she's dealing with one thing. And then the second half of the movie, she's dealing with another. I didn't expect it to play out like that way. I thought it would build and have like one big gigantic finale. But I actually liked that they they did it the way they did. Honestly, I figured I figured <laughs> they were gonna go the way they went because I mean how she was. It, it was a, it was a very like transparent story of like okay, oh I don't want anything to do with this child. I just want to know how she is. Make sure she's taken care of. Then once she got around it, all those maternal instincts came in and she was like, OK, I know I wasn't here, but I want to fix that and teach you a few things and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I saw it coming. Because, I mean, ain't that usually how it goes? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of played out in. like a video game almost. Kind of played <laughs> yeah, out it did. like you get the little intro thing. Once the, the daughter got older, especially. And then the setup, yeah, that the the scene at the park was probably my favorite scene. Yeah, the the abduction or whatever. <clears throat> but I'm still mad because she should, probably should have took out old buddy with the tattoo first, and then we would have not had a lot of these problems. Had everything happened exactly. She was like, aiming for that band the whole time. <laughs> like in war, when the general was giving out order, you take the general out and let the people run around carefree. Like you take out the leader, the other dudes ain't gonna know what to do. <clears throat> but anyway, I, I it was a fun little movie. It, I ain't gonna say it was nothing special, but it, it it did its job as far as what you want from an action movie. And Amari Hardwick, <laughs> he played Amari. <laughs> uh, I thought I it thought was, it was, I was like, I thought we was about to get one of those scenes for a second. No, I feel like they nah, wanted if, they wanted to put it in there, but they was like, nah, that wouldn't fit. If, if he if he ain't ghost. You ain't getting too much. Amari <laughs> said, please let me get that scene. Let me get that scene, player. You ain't got yeah. to so much of it. I just need the scene, player. And it was like. But then, but unfortunately, like, that was not the case. Psych. <laughs> yeah, that was not the case. <laughs> he, he didn't even date her. Nothing. They were actually homies. So. Speaking of Omari Hardwick and the black guy from White Men Can't Jump. Uh, both guys who were previously played in Power. Sean, have you seen a recent episode of Power Book 2 Ghosts? Mm. Yes. And oh. I've seen the leaks, so... Come on. Hey, 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 I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't watched it. <laughs> I ain't been spoiled on nothing. <laughs> well, we're on nine now, and it was only the last two, so... Yeah, I know. Just uh, say just anything episode 10 related. Uh, I'm not. T- I'm not saying it, but I'm glad that Tommy is back because Force was wet. I hate. I didn't it. finish Force. Force was don't. It's not worth it because it don't. It, it goes nowhere. It literally goes nowhere. Like how many episodes did you get in? Like three or four. 
So basically, like you know, he beefing with the Irish mob yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Look, look. That it's it, it doesn't go like anywhere. That's why I, when they said it was renewed for um, a season two, and Courtney Kemp got to pop out of there, I wasn't surprised. Wasn't <laughs> surprised. I would take the Netflix off of two. I would have took it two. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. So, maybe, maybe, we should, yeah. maybe we should get into the basketball talk now because if I start talking about power, I can go for a minute. So me too, because I was <laughs> like, man, the fact that Tommy back, I'm trying not to go too hard on it. <laughs> trying not. My boy, two bit back. Come on, man. and two big t- took the force. <laughs> he gave that bucket for you. Said you owe me about a hundred bands. He said, bands. I take, take your this <laughs> And then gave them come on, car. He's up, but you take mine. <laughs> Said you can have mine. That busted up ass car, man. That bucket boy. I said, man. Who? Yeah, how you going to your best offer? He said, unless you want somebody to shoot your mom's. Like what? <laughs> no, and that was the thing too. Sax. <laughs> how is Sax messy in the afterlife? Sax is an all time hater. Because <laughs> he wrote all the fake letters, and then the most crooked thing he did was. Oh, and I dropped your your mama address to everybody. To all your like daddy you. ops. <laughs> so they all know where your mama is. Tommy pulled up to the house. They supposed to be surrounded by police security. This security. pulls up in front of the house, jumps out the car, and shoots two people. These are the Man, worst I, cops i ever seen in my life. The funniest thing he did, he introduced himself. He said, hello. I said, how you doing, fellas? <laughs> All right, since Bibbs is shooting uh paper balls like he Kobe, let's get into basketball now. Yeah, let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, hold up, before bad. we before uh let me speaking of ops, I I uh, but no, the funniest thing was speaking of ops. Ah. Where he going with this? Hold up, Sean. Let him let him finish. finish. Like, Where are you what? going with this? Yeah, I, look, I was going to go into another part of the tower, but no, 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 go ahead. No, no, no I want to know where you going with this. Where are you going? Where oh, you man. Going? <laughs> what ops we got? Man? I don't know. We all sitting there like, what ops we got, bro? We podcasters. What? <laughs> he said, he in that city underworld of podcasts. So, first of all, it's, it's power. Uh, I was about to make a bad joke. joke. Now I was gonna say I started that new season of Working Moms, but I'm gonna let it go. Let it it call that boy Bib St. Patrick for real. Oh man, all right, I got ops too. Get to the basket, but now why is Mama cracking over the head? (laughs) It's not even like once I was watching it with my girl. We was watching it in the car, and she was like, "Who is you to tell?" Like she in the back of it was Tasha, like. Nobody else was behind him. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sorry. Like, like just use common sense. It ain't that hard. Like they want you. But to you can tell somebody got in the back of the head. Yeah. They want you to think hard on it. It's not hard. It's Tasha. I can. Yeah, because I haven't she had seen that gun right there. I haven't seen episode ten. I can literally say, "Oh, she clocked him upside the head to prevent Tommy from shooting him and him from shooting Tommy." And then she, like, it's just whatever. Anyway. That wasn't episode ten. It wasn't so no, I'm saying I haven't seen. Oh, <laughs> I was like, that's nine. So and she straight up told him, and I'll do it again. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Hold up, ain't you supposed to not be saying nothing? 
That's nine. This is all nine. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is nine. When I when this they said nine. I do it again, what you talking about? That was nine. She ain't say that in nine. Uh oh. The end of the episode <laughs> is Tariq getting hit upside the head and being in the hospital. It was a slippery slope. Let's talk some basketball. <laughs> I'm glad I already figured it out on my own, but yeah. I said, I forgot I already seen her both. I mixed them up. My mother did the confused Pikachu meme like. I said, I said, oh. All right, let's talk basketball. I'm Chicago. Chicago. For real this time. I might have to put this at the end of the song. Hold on, I'll see how. Oh. No, we, we've been doing this. Might as well keep it consistent. Yeah, might as well keep it consistent. Oh, man. Um, basketball. Wow, my bad. My bad. My bad, Reese. Tuesday evening. I feel bad now. I'm glad I already figured it out for myself, so you really didn't spoil anything. Cause like yeah, I, I mean, who else was who else was in the house? He like pretty much popped everybody. That's that's what I'm I saying. I left it with grandmama. It's common sense. Grandma ain't do it. Fuck out of here. So <laughs> she too busy complaining. <laughs> Tasha, you know damn well you need to take better care of these kids. When she was complaining on the porch, I told my girl, I said, Teresa should have left her ass at home. <laughs> <laughs> Big mama should have just stayed in that apartment. So uh, Tuesday night, Tuesday night was the NBA draft lottery. The Mavs were projected to get the 10th overall pick. Lo and behold, to no one's surprise, they stayed at 10 as opposed to jumping up to the top four. Also, as opposed to falling out of the top 10 in the pick converted, excuse me, converting to the New York Knicks. So the Dallas Mavericks will draft in the NBA draft at the 10th spot. Our correspondent here, Shad Miller. Was on the scene in Chicago at the draft lottery. Let us know, y'all. Did you get the did you get to interview anybody at the draft lottery? Talk to anybody? Um at the combine, yes. At the lottery, um, I got to talk to Nico a little bit, but I was with Grant. Okay. Um, I I didn't stand there with like the rest of the mass.com people. I they I let them do their thing and then we pushed back and then we got our questions in. So, so what was the experience yeah. like? Yeah, what was the experience like then? So, yeah, um, Nico said he's relieved. Um, he told me and Grant that. And also, he does realize that def- defense needs to be addressed. We'll we'll see if that happens. But um, as far as the overall experience, being there, seeing Peter Holt get number one was crazy in person because he was, he was banging on that podium. I mean, you swore like Tim Duncan was coming back. You know what I'm saying? How he was acting. Might be, you know, that's facts. But yeah, it was crazy seeing his reaction live. Um, got to meet uh one of my favorite coaches, Ime Adoka. You know. About to get Bibbs kept the poker face. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I said, I, I didn't want to see what Reese going to be like. We said in the beginning, we in a bidding war, and he about to get us canceled before we can get another contract. Because <laughs> I say my favorite coach. I mean, he was good in Boston. But he anyway. doing that. He ain't got no job. Yeah, he do. He got hired by the, the Rockets coach. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm sure. I'm in the Rockets. Yeah, he's yeah. the Rockets coach. <clears throat> I'm sure. 
That's what I said. My favorite coach was there. You know, go, you know, go rocks. See what he do. That. Let's see what he do down here in Houston. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, let me I say something to... out of pocket real quick. Oh shit! Ever since I, I was like, ever since Tape Girl, my algorithm went off the chain on Twitter. Like it's been nothing but elite milk. Chocolate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mine too. It's a lot of superheroes on there. A lot of stars. Ever since the tape girl, the, the girl with the tape. Good old Gigi. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> ever ever a lot since of, that, a lot of stars that came. Ever, ever since that, it's been nothing but like random baddie stars. She on, on a low lane oh five oh nine run right now. Like <laughs> she really is. But like. Feel like a superhero. I love. I don't know what. <laughs> <it is. laughs> that is sturdy, boy. I like. Yeah, I live. this was a bad idea. <laughs> so bad idea. This was a bad idea. Because I was look. Because Bim stopped me right when I was like, Reese is happy that I'm actually talking about Chicago. <laughs> Back to the basketball. My bad. It was. It was he, is, he is happy. I'm actually talking about Chicago. Like prime, like, prime Kim edgy. Fields with the yams just popped up on my timeline. That's yes, Lord. That's All right, so, wait, hold so up. You said prime Chicago. Kim Fields. Hey, send that to yes. me. Yes, <laughs> send that to me too. <laughs> Put that in the group chat, my boy. You know what I'm let, let us all. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to edit this. I'm gonna have to edit. All that. right, all right. I'm literally about to go back to the beginning, like Reese. Like, Reese, oh, just, just bring me back in, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about oh, Fuck that, man. Just keep going. Okay. Am I editing this, or are we keeping it raw? What's up? Hey, it's up to you. No glove. Fuck it's it. up to you. Wow. So, wow. Wow. Okay, where was I going? <laughs> where was I going? You stopped that M.A.U. you Okay. Okay, thank you. Okay. Perfect transition. Oh, yeah. Real. We'll keep it up. <laughs> yeah, because he would have been wooden. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Let me see. We really we need Ernie Johnson right now. This is ridiculous. <laughs> with some stats, just random stats quote. Let me hit Tyler up. Let me no Tyler will be right there with us. Never mind. Never mind. Woo. All right. So yeah. So like, oh, I man. talked to my boy uh short Colin Sexton. Um uh, I yeah, I talked to my boy Colin Sexton and Tyrese Halliburton, okay. who represented their respective teams. Uh, the Utah Jazz and the Indiana Pacers, and then and thank you, thank you, thank you, Bibbs. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you know, I talked to them about why they were there and what they expect to do with their teams. I told them I'll see them next season. We'll talk in more detail for sure. And yeah, like I said, I just, everybody who was anybody, if y'all name me a name right now, I'll tell you right now if they were there. At the actual draft, at the draft lottery, go ahead. Like, just name a name. And you know what? Hold on. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Just name a name. Um, Lord Jesus, you was. We about to lose Lord half Jesus. our subscribers. <laughs> my Lord. Um, oh my God. You were saying, uh, um, this is why they used to sing the way they did in the nineties. It, it was her. Um, Lord Jesus, but yeah, just name a name. I'll Brandon Roy, Brandon, Brandon Roy, Brandon Roy. 
Ben yeah, Brandon Rose there. Yeah, he was he was representing and Ben Wallace. Was I, I, there. I didn't get to I didn't get to run into the OGs. I didn't get to run into the OGs. OG OGs did set at that <laughs> podium and was like, all right, it's over. Took that few hands and they was gone. So uh, what would you say was a better <laughs> experience for you, the combine or the draft lottery? Combine for sure. Easily. Combine for sure. Uh what did Easily. what did you get to do at the combine? Combine, I got it was media availability, so we got to talk to all the people who were at the camp. Okay. Um, uh, the, the ones I talked to in particular, Grady Dick, um, Keontae George. Baker. Talked to Derek Lively. Um, I talked to the hometown kid. I had to talk to him, my boy Mike Miles. Um, I'm proud of him. Come from Highland Hills in Oak Cliff. And um, got to talk to Scoop. And uh, Brandon Miller, dang, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, I don't know if I can. Can I go into detail about sure, Brandon Miller? Sure. Okay, so if you read the reports, <laughs> they talked about how he performed at his pro day and the combine overall, and how he was basically. <sighs> it was like, um, not an interrogation. What's the other word? That sound accurate to me. No, nah, it wasn't interrogation. It, you know, the other word where like they they ask you about the case and you're going into detail. It's not it wasn't interrogation. It was deposition. A deposition, yes. They kept asking him about that and he just kept openly answering it. And then he just kept answering everything to me wrong. So then I asked him because I asked the way him. Wait, he was answering it was wrong? Because mm, it was like, there's a lot of arrogance on it. Got you. Like, he's basically. The performance. He's yeah. over it. Yeah. Yeah. He gave off that energy during the season. <clears throat> so, the funny thing was, I asked every youngster this if they draft you, what do you bring to that team, no matter who it is? He said, a winner. Awkward silence. I said, that's it? Yeah. A winner. I said, all right, then, brother. The game speaks for itself. Good talk to you. And I walked away. <laughs> I couldn't believe I was just like, mm. And I said, and you're still going lottery. This is the weird part. I'm like, this, I'm like. He might mm. slip. He might slip. The project, yeah, but the projection it, it still sounds got like a so talented will deal with it type of thing. Yeah. That's probably what it is. They probably gonna John. They gonna try to John Morant this, but I'm glad that uh, that Memphis doesn't have a top five. Or def- yeah, they definitely Remember don't. Yeah, them two don't need. It, yeah. when he said he don't really love the game. He so was a football guy, and people tried to use it as, oh, he's not really invested into the game. And look at him now. So yeah, so <clears throat> yeah, like I, I said, it I have was a question uh, if Ant love basketball. You said what? Oh no! So I don't think I ever questioned if Ant had that. Home. I didn't. No. I didn't. But yeah, I don't, yeah, that's the only reason. Oh, I might drop that Brandon Miller quote. I might drop that. I might. I don't know yet. But no, I talked to the other youngsters. They were very high hopes. Um, like I said, I'm not going to talk about who I want at the tenth. But the guys that I do want, very good feedback, good head on his shoulders, and. Now I got people looking at his game film and realizing, oh, that's why he said that the Mavs shouldn't fumble this and go get this young man 
Because, I mean, to me, he he's always looked like a sure thing for the college that he went to. Um, so. Oh, no. I'm not giving you the name yet. Did you put out, you put out a, a written uh, report? I did one on the draft lottery itself for okay. the three Texas teams. Um, I, whenever Dallas Weekly drops it, I'll let y'all know. Um, and then I got another one coming for, like, the local guys who were there. Well, the, the two I got to talk to. Okay. There was multiple local talent there, but, yeah, I either missed them or they had them so fast. Yeah. So, I mean, it was a circus. You wouldn't believe that for the media availability for this one, even though Victor wasn't there, I could just imagine he was there, though, was um, bananas. Like, how I got my one-on-ones was literally I would look at the player. I'm like, you cool? You know, just wait till everybody fade out. They're like, yeah. And I had to tell the people who were con- not, oh, I don't want to use the word controlling, but directing them and, like, how much time they really had. They they shoot them off, or I just leaned in on them. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to ask them what I asked them in front of these people. Because the thing that people were doing were they were taking other people's quotes, running upstairs, and writing that stuff down. So I said, hmm, if I drop this content, I don't want y'all to already have heard what I'm about to put out. So a lot okay. of people respected it. Okay. So, yeah. <clears throat> Um, out of the people you talk to, who stood out to you the most in a good way? Because <clears throat> I feel like the Brandon person that I wanted number ten, huh? The person it's, I wanted a number ten. People come out here for the, <laughs> the exclusive look, and give look. no name, and that's crazy. That takes away a question because I was going to ask. I was like, all right, so who you looking for them to draft that ten? And he ain't even about to tell us. He came that's up. Terrible. He came up now, to, look, to do look, a I'm team. About to hit Reese with this. I'm, I'm about to hit Reese with this. I'm glad that you asked. Because okay. those two questions you just asked go to get go hand in hand. So it is somebody Grady did. Grady did. You want Grady? You I want what? You want the dick. <laughs> I want, want what? Dick. That, is, I want that what? is not that is not where I was that going. You just said, hey man. This is already the most out of pocket episode of the episode. Everybody. This is more is out of pocket. Than the strip club. Oh, the Mavs outside. It's <laughs> more out of pocket than the strip club episode for sure. This is the inclusion episode. This is how you know, we can't we can't, <laughs> be, we can't we can't be in a period of time without a without a without a uh, a contract because we we get we get too too we get a little crazy. We, we're a little too reckless. Oh man! But no, seriously. Um, <laughs> so talk to Grady him. Dick, so Grady Dick won you over. Yeah. Maybe yes. ask, what about his game won you over uh, to be drafted by the Mavs? Um, go look at Do you genuinely think say. he'll fall to 10? If a team is dumb enough to let him fall to 10, yes. It's possible. But honestly, 6'8", not only can he shoot, like I said, go look at the film. The intangibles are there. Um, again, talking to him, he's always willing to learn. That's a definite skill. He's coachable. Uh, yeah, it was, like I said, it's all about the Midwest cats, man. <laughs> Would you compare? I don't know. Maybe. May, um, honestly, I haven't done that yet. Okay. But just me watching film, I'm just like, this guy is not. Like I said, talking to him and watching his film, he's very coachable. And I don't think that everything you've seen so far from him from Kansas was it. 
Okay. And the fact that when I asked him his all-time Jayhawks, he put himself in there. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, I can edit that out if you don't want to get in trouble. What? What part? The all time. <laughs> the, the all time. The what? Did you ask that all time Jayhawk question? I don't. I don't want you to get in trouble. No. Yeah, I asked it. Yeah, I asked it. I asked it. Do I need to edit that out? I'm still gonna drop the full thing. I, I gotta keep it hundred. You messed me hey. up. I was hey. not expecting it to be Grady. I wasn't. No, it's because, like I said, um, I talked to the people <clears throat> that I thought would be at ten, and it's just no. Nah, he, I don't know. Maybe, like I said, maybe it's the Kansas thing or something. But no, nah, he can handle himself, like with the media. Uh, like I said, if you follow him on social media, very lighthearted individual, and on a Dallas team like we've seen in the past few months. Lightheartedness is needed. Okay. To say the least. <laughs> you know what I would have asked? Who, what's up? What happened in that elimination game? Where where was he at? Oh, he answered that. Uh you going look you look for other people to ask that. He did answer that. He okay. talked about it. I, I gotta find it. Yeah, he talked about it with I need Yeah, everybody again. <laughs> I tried not to ask because I cut it out of the video, like I'm editing it right now. I said, I know a lot of these questions have been regurgitated, so I'm going to try not to ask too many of the questions you've already been asked. So, yeah, I always do that with every player because I'm like, like I would never ask uh, Kevin Durant or Victor Wimby, I'm, how does it feel to be over seven feet tall? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just certain things you just don't do. (laughs) So I try not to ask, like, mundane questions. I try to ask interesting questions. But yeah, like him, and like I said, I like Derek Lively's um, where he's at. Um, I like him on because he's efficient at the other side of the ball. Do I think he can learn offense? Hmm, from his pro day. Yeah, he'd be in Frisco for a minute trying to learn. Hey. Get that ball. Yeah, it would be a minute. But defensively, I mean, yeah, solid. But that ball. Um, another person I got to um sit in their pro day. Um, uh, one of Bibb's favorite draftees. Um, go ahead, say the name. Are you talking about Gregorius? No, I'm kidding. Oh, Greg- Gregorius. <laughs> Gregory. <laughs> Gregorius. <laughs> I'm gonna say if I find out that's what one of them G's stand for, Gregory Gregorius. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, G. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, G.G. Jackson. Um, I stayed for his pro day. A lot of, like, the only thing I can reveal, because, I mean, you guys listen, hopefully this don't hit the wire of me saying it. I'm an anonymous source. But he had a really good pro day. He just was kind of a little under the weather. Like he was actually under the weather? Yes. I think I I want to say I heard somebody say get better soon or something like that after he walked off on a clip I saw. Yeah, because you said, because literally his trainer like had a thing of Theraflu, and whatever video you hear, you hear me say, "Yeah, just get some hot water to put in there." <laughs> and like I was talking to him, and yeah, yeah, he was coughing and he could barely like they were up there talking. Oh, his condition is bad. He was sick. 
That's why he was barely like he was breathing funny. The boy catching his breath. Ain't no such thing as conditioning being bad. Exactly. So <laughs> that was the weird thing. Uh, Miami is up forty-eight to thirty-three right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just saw the dunk that got him. I wasn't ready for that. But for Gigi, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the top guys were there. I looked around up in the stands, but the people that were on the floor, um, Chris Paul was there watching them. I, but that's when I realized that basketball players be knowing all these random players. <laughs> I was about to say Chris Paul. Yes. Sis yeah, doesn't make that heat at what? Must he just chilling? Like, well, he ain't doing shit. If I, ne- if I were to name drop like the game did on albums, everybody was there. That's why I told y'all. Name name a person. I'll tell you if they were there. Is that normal? It's normal for players to just be at the combine like that? Especially like a crisp. I mean, I can understand somebody younger dude. Yeah, look, look, like he you might have to hit. Playoffs. He free. He got. He ain't nothing to do. Right. De'Aaron Fox was there too. He ain't got nothing to do. De'Aaron Fox is like I know. De'Aaron Fox always is around stuff like that. He's always in summer league. Coming from the month, I said the college game ain't man. What up? Anyway, <laughs> um, it's a different he was game. There too. Who? <laughs> yeah, he was there. But as I said, I was letting y'all name whoever. Do you like know you think was there? Scouts? I will tell you who was there. Do you the know mascots? Uh, they were there. Yeah, they were there with Nico and Michael Finney. They were there. I'm just glad they're working because I, I, I yeah. evidence is. Yeah, I mean, well, Finley and Nico were there. I'd be that that would have really pissed me off that they were there at the lottery and then they hopped on a plane and went home <laughs> the next day like there was no combine for the next two days. So <laughs> it would have ran me hot walking around there and not seeing no Mavericks people in their reserve seats. So, okay. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Y'all name any person out in the NBA. So I'm going to tell you they were there. It was pretty fat out there is what I'm hearing. Yes. Uh, look, I want, look, Reese, give me some names. I'm thrilled. I need y'all to give me names. And then I can be like, yeah, yeah, they were there. They were there. Greg Popovich. Was Pop there? No, the GM and only the owner was there. And Pop somewhere like in wine country somewhere. The GM was there, and so was, uh, of course, Peter Peter Holt. Gotcha. I don't know any names to give. To be quite honest, I know the through the wire guys was there. Yeah. Um, Woj, Shams, Jalen Rose. <laughs> Probably was. I know I'm, Malika Andrews is there because I uh, Monica McNutt because I saw him. Uh, Malika Andrews don't like black guys, so um. Damn. So <laughs> we went ten minutes without being out of pocket. I, I know. I was like really light, man. That's what, that's what, David Aldridge and I'll who out of pocket? Me or her? Yeah. Point made. Um, <laughs> <laughs> point made. Point made. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. But yeah, I mean, like the top brass were there. It was like it wasn't overwhelming. It was just like I was like, okay, this is the one. This is the if I me my first year going into media. I'm glad I went to this draft lottery. Yeah. And for the Mavericks, in terms of like people who was covering them, um, you can guess 
Who was there? I'm tired of guessing. Yeah, I'm tired. Dwayne of- Price, Cali. Okay. Um, I didn't see Tim Cato till no Brad. Yeah, I ain't seen no Brad Townsend. If he was there, he was hiding. Locked on ass. I see them characters. Nah. I see them characters. But that's what that's what made draft like lottery <laughs> night so fun. It was literally just maps.com and me and Grant Abster. That was it. Like in terms of like talking to anybody. It was really easy. Nico was finally accessible after. Um, cut this part out because I'm gonna listen to the truth. Man, look, the I cap, cap, man, the cap that we couldn't talk to his ass alone. <laughs> we couldn't get a one on one with that man. The cap line does it's a <laughs> nah, I ain't gonna do that on here. Never mind. That's what I told you. You had to cut this part out. We kept talking. He did, have a, he did have a dude that was like trailing him around like a shadow in Charlotte. I don't, I didn't recognize him. Oh, I wasn't in Charlotte. I was gonna say, man, I can give you a name, but I'd have to call and see who if someone can ID that individual for me. But no, nah, that was like the first time we actually got to talk to him for real. And I don't mean like hello and goodbye. Right. Like so he doesn't it was very productive. Feel like he enjoys or feel like he enjoys media at all. And you keeping all this in. <laughs> That's why I'm sitting there like trying to like bro, I'm trying to go back next season. No, I'm I trying agree. to get the I'm trying to get the next season. It's cool. It's cool. You it's cool. You don't have to so, answer that question. I'm like, mm. Reese, do you have any other questions? Because I, I have one I gotta ask. Go ahead. Um, based on your experience this year, um do you plan to go to, uh next year, first of all? Like for every year? Yeah. Like, is it something that depends, you like? Experience? Depends on the prospect. Okay. Depends on the prospect. Um, it depends on the location. I love Chicago. Um, definitely take this part out. I got a few items in Chicago. Boy. Too, this podcast too long for me to be edited. Boy. That's <laughs> too long for me to be edited. I, I picked up a Louis Vuitton book. That's what the items I picked up were. Okay. Picked up a Louis Vuitton book. But yeah. I love Chicago. It's my kind of town. Okay. Um, is if you uh for next time, is there anything you would do differently as far as planning or uh, execution? No. Okay. So. No, it it went it went perfect because I got there Monday night, so I didn't go to like the strength and agility test because that's mundane. I mean that yeah, just seeing them jumping and running. That's kind of too NFL combine for me, so I didn't really care too much about that. I more wanted to see them in scrimmages and the media availability to see what their minds are, and I got to do that. So, yeah. So definitely I would do it again. Depends on the prospects. Like I said, Scoot was there, had to see about that, had to see about him. Grady was there, had to see about him. Um, and talk like, like I said, I tried to talk to everybody who they – Taylor Hendricks and all the other people they – believed would be available at 10 and I liked you know what I heard from a lot of them because yeah we see how some of these youngsters are in the league it's good to talk to them and see that some of them are actually thinking (laughs) 
But yeah, the only person I was kind of disappointed in with his answers was Brandon Miller for sure. I was like, dang, bro. It's already it sounds like a deposition. You talking about so why did you give your friend the weapon in question? I'm like, bro, these ain't lawyers, these is media. You don't gotta answer this. <laughs> like half of me want to yell, stop. Just to see what would happen. <laughs> It's, like it's la- that's lazy. That's not even journalism at that point. Yeah, it it really yeah it. Whatever. I felt I felt bad for the youngsters. Uh, I just say that I really did. I felt bad for him. But seeing Gigi up close after me and Bills have been talking about this young man was something. Like as yeah, an athlete, as an athlete, and he was cool. And he was cool as person. Youngster, youngster was cool. Like y'all said, it, it surprised me. I'm sitting there like this. I'm watching them. I think I'm in like one of the little videos. You see, you see a little, 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 little chunky brother with his camera out doing his little analysis, and then all of a sudden Chris Paul just sits down. I was like, "What?" So yeah, but I mean, like I said, every athlete, every ball player that wasn't in the playoffs was pretty much walking in up through there. And then I got to see our favorite guy. Rick Carlisle. <laughs> Got to see him, you know. Because he came in the same time I did. So, of course, I tried to talk to him. Nice weather, what happened? <laughs> oh, man, what did you eat for lunch today? Hmm. Uh, the square root of 64 is... What the fuck? Eight. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right, coach. See you soon. <laughs> I literally went like that. Like, the man said, hello. And I opened the door for him. He said, thank you. But anything else I tried to ask? It's like I wasn't even talking to him. <laughs> well, let's keep the ball rolling. Uh Shard said with the 10th pick, he would like the Mavericks to draft Grady Dick. Now that the draft lottery has concluded and we officially have the pick, Bibbs can no longer avoid questions like this. So, what would Please you... Please tell me you finally scouted people, bro. What would you personally like? If you have a preference, what would you prefer they do with the 10th pick? Whether it be trade up, trade back, Trade it for a player, draft a player. Man, don't you hit that? I don't know, bro. It's only my third day out here. I don't really know. Boy, no, no, no Uzi. Um, <laughs> no Uzi. <laughs> no, I actually, people have been asking, and hey, the timeline is going crazy with, with the speculation and the trades and the this and the that. And I'm like, y'all shut and the hand And the handshake contract. Like, I, I'm not reading none right of now, I'm, I'm not reading any of that. I got to get. My my play GM out the way before I can start looking at what anybody else is talking about because I gotta I, I don't want to be I don't want to be uh my judgment to be impaired by by other people's thoughts and opinions I want to be fresh off off just me and what I think and what I like the players that I'm interested in um, I'm gonna do I think we're gonna do play GM in two weeks okay uh, oh, I come back for that I want I definitely want to hear. Your opinion, because like I said, the reason that I would pick Grady at ten. I mean, if you look at the he's not politics, on my list. Right now, I'm gonna tell you that he's not on my list. Don't right. look at it. Have you you saw you saw the film? And you still I've, like, I've seen some film. 
but then I had watched the game and then I forgot he was on the court. So I'm a little, I'm a little, he a little, I'm a little sour on him at this moment. But I will say I did the same thing to Laurie Marketing at Arizona when he was there because he kind of faded in 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 the big time on the stage. Um, so I will do some further research on anybody in that range from like five to, to 15 or 20-ish before I, I make a decision on what to do with the draft pick. But um yeah, I, I plan to get start digging into it this week. I'm open to all possibilities at this moment. I may do a, I may do something where I um maybe in one scenario I trade the pick, maybe in one scenario I use the pick, and maybe in one scenario I like split the pick, you know, into multiple picks somehow, like tr- trade and get multiple picks back. But at this time, I have absolutely no opinion on what to do with it. I don't think that there is a right answer. I think that the team is buns and we need all the help we can get whatever way that we can get it and that's my thing too i agree for sure assets that's my thing also, we also need assets so both because basically all this hit my line today it's been a lot of he said she said and then of course i got sent the get Kyrie um trending topic and i looked at it and I don't know who's kookier, the fans um, in the South or the fans out West, but everybody's looking kooky to me. That's all I'm going to say. So, Bibbs, if you had the 10th pick off the top of your head, who would be your first pick to, to your first option? Who would you pick? So, you ain't hear nothing I said. I'm saying. He that. basically said, because <laughs> me and Reese are both looking at you like, you got to answer. <laughs> Give me the answer. I don't know. I don't know these people. I do okay, not. I fair. do not know them, Sam. I am. That's I fair. Because I don't them. know them either. I do not. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm like not going to just say a name to say a name. I got to do my research. Yeah, I haven't started scouting yet. I'm going to scout. Uh, if anybody out there, you just the Mavs got the tip pick. You want to look into some players? I know the youth. I know the perfect YouTube channel. This is just a plug because I think this guy does great content. Hoop Intellect on YouTube. Uh, I should follow him. Huh? I should follow him. You should follow him. Oh, you said yeah, you actually I should, follow him. I actually follow him. I was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Um, He does great work on YouTube as far as, like, prospects. He starts posting scouting videos, like, months, months before, like, the draft. But, excuse me, once the draft comes around, he really starts ramping it up. So, uh. He does mock drafts as well. So if you want to go through his mock drafts, see what players he has falling around the 10th pick area, go through other mock drafts, and then scout players accordingly, you can do that. Uh, that's probably something I'll be doing, uh, especially with outsiders play GM coming up soon. We actually get to play around with that 10th pick. Uh, this is going to be a fun one for sure. Yeah, and I guess I'll say it here now that we're going to try to find representatives from if he hit that anyway, if I'm, I'm going to try to find representatives from different fan bases to, uh, to deal with when we're doing trades with other teams. Now we'll still be the stand in for any free agents that we're doing. Uh, and of course, if we don't find a representative for every team, then obviously we'll, we'll do, we'll stand in for those teams as well. Um, Grant said he'll come back to, to be our league office. So 
Uh, should should go smoothly. I'm excited about it. I, I, the way the team is set up, <laughs> there's a lot of possibilities. No, I started smiling because I said, "Never mind, I don't want to do it no more." Cause me and yeah, yeah, uh-huh. me and Grant can't even have me and Grant in the same room. It's not good. Not that Grant. Not that. Grant. Okay, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say me and my dog Grant. Mm-mm. No, not, we, not like like I said, we are going. We are like this ain't breaking news. I'm saying, we're mullying city. Whatever happens in Magic City stays in Magic City. Like that's that's not. Hey, our- it was fun. Hey, be fun. Hey, man. Like I said, it's a it's, it's a new Jack City. But anyway, <laughs> no. But me and him been mullying about doing a show, and I was like, bro, you just got that one with Kevin going. Like I'm not no. Because I said, and you, and I said, how we talk. Me and him talk the same way. And we be the nice thing, spilled some bad tea, per se, <laughs> something we ain't supposed to say. And then I'm like, that's the whole episode. We can't, we can't come back. <laughs> we can't, we can't do another. Saying, yeah, just don't put it out. <laughs> put, I was like, yeah, we put out inside information. It, it, it's gonna be bad. So that's why I told him. Mm-mm. But we'll, but maybe, I, maybe. I actually put out a poll that I'm trying to find at the moment. Hey, what's on your chin, bro? It's a cone. Oh, I, I thought the te- I thought the screen was messed up. I was like, what's happening right now? Oh, I muted myself. I was like, a cone. <laughs> no, because I, I looked away and I looked back and I was like, what's what's going on right now? That wood cone kind of clean. Yeah, I'm probably, I might have to ask. Yeah. Yeah, you got to get I'm the to ask where it got to. I got a little small one. A little square joint. Yeah, I might like, yeah, have to apologize about this. Huh? Is it thick and the thin on one side and the other? Let's talk the shot. Yeah, I know. I don't know what he got. Going. Oh, yeah, I haven't got Yeah, I haven't got it shaved or anything. Yet, so. right. Yeah, I'm I'm talking about it's there. I'm just talking about I need to get it cultivated as well as combed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I knew you said this poll, what you was talking about. The poll, sorry. Um, I put out a poll four days ago. I said, Mavs fans, what would you like to see the Mavs do with the 10th pick? I say use it, trade for win now player, or trade back in the draft. I wish I could have. I wish I thought to add trade up in the draft, but it really didn't cross my mind because the Mavs don't do smart moves like that. Um, actually, they do. They did for Luca. What am I talking about? Fifty-two um, percent said use it. One hundred and thirty-six people voted because only I like five hundred fucking followers. Uh, you didn't um, do it on the outsiders page. I should have. But it was just like spontaneous. It was on my page. Um, 29% said trade for win now player, and 19% said trade back in the draft. So it seems like, and even outside of just those 130-something votes, it seems like the consensus is that people want the Mavs to use the pick. Uh, some people are saying this is not really the time to draft rookies. You have Luca, you don't want to risk him leaving. You need to trade for win now, guys. Me personally, I'm of the mindset Luca's under fucking contract. You will, there's nothing that you can do to this team this offseason that'll fix it and make it a contender overnight. It's not possible. It's not possible. It's gonna take at least two offseasons. And this is the start. You look at teams like and this teams in the playoffs right now. Teams in the playoffs right now. Denver, mm-hmm. Miami, Boston. I was about eh, Austin. No, nah, he was undrafted. Not the Lakers. Fuck them. Um, Denver drafted Christian Brown. Drafted Michael Porter Jr. Drafted Jamal Murray. 
drafted Nikola Jokic. That's that's most of their core right there. They made the moves around them. They signed, uh, they traded for KCP. They signed Bruce Brown. They traded for Aaron Gordon. The Boston Celtics drafted Marcus Smart, drafted Jason Tatum, drafted Jalen Brown, drafted Robert Williams, traded for Malcolm Brogdon, traded for Derek White, traded for Al Horford. The Miami Heat. I don't even know if Gabe Vincent and Max Struess was fucking drafted. No, I know Max Struess wasn't because that was one of my. I'm about to say Max Struess wasn't. He was one of my sleepers in the draft that year. People laughed at me, but you know. Guys like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. Is why Bibbs pushes home. Hey, let's get these G League players a chance. Let's let's get these two way guys a chance. Got to take it seriously because the teams that do benefit from it. And those are the more guys. Like I said, those are guys I talk to. So I know for a fact those are the guys you want on your team. Uh, the the Mavs need to start getting serious about this as an organization. Nico talks the talk. We need to start seeing them. Mm-hmm. The walk. And I think the first step of that is going to be the NBA draft. So that's going to be exciting. I can't wait for fucking Mavs outside to play GM. Not, it's just like, I think a lot of things hinge on that draft pick. For me, it doesn't. And that's, that's the funny thing. Like, <clears throat> I think it's a, it's a, it's a piece. It's a thing. It's a, it's another, it's an asset, right? that we we haven't had so i think that that does make things interesting but at the same time more of my emphasis is going to be on everything else personally so i guess i'm kind of teasing my approach uh but more of my emphasis is going to be on like free agency and trades Um, i think it's just i think it's just what happens with the pick will kind of decide how the offseason is going to go and another thing is just because the draft is before free agency, I guess. Yeah. And it's like, I know some people have mentioned, like, you know, if you trade your draft pick along with some role players for a win-now player, then you don't have depth. Here's the thing about depth. <laughs> the Denver Nuggets play about three, four guys off the bench. Three, if I'm not mistaken. Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, and who else? And have they are they still playing? Jeff Green, Jeff Green is uh, Jeff mm-hmm. Green off the bench. Yeah, Jeff Green is off the bench. Yeah. Uh, let me check just in case though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. I was looking at the box. Yeah. No, I'm talking about. Let me check the like see if that's it. Yeah, that's it. In the playoffs, off the bench too right now, I guess. And Christian Brown only played three minutes yesterday. I was gonna say it's really just Jeff Green and uh, Bruce Brown in the last game. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Friday. The Lakers Miami. three guys off the bench. Miami Heat got four guys off the bench. Kyle Lowry, Cody Zeller, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson. Boston Celtics, three guys off the bench. Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, Grant Williams. When the playoffs come, that's what rotations look like. We don't need five quality guys off the bench. What we need is five starters who mesh well around our star player and complement our star player well, and at least Three reliable, quality guys off the bench. The key word there is reliable. That's not what we have right now. The key with depth, people look at depth as people care too much about names. Let me say that. And yeah, it's not just true. It's not just fans. It's sometimes coaches as well. If a dude, let's let's take AJ Lawson, for example. 
there was no reason for him not to get a shot at some real minutes last year. When you when you play in Theopolis Pinson, real minutes. When Davis Bertans can run around and just throw up shit and hope for the best for 15 minutes. When Reggie Bullock is playing 40 minutes and giving you zero points. There's no reason you shouldn't put AJ Lawson in for 10, 15 yeah. minutes a couple times yeah. to see if he can give you something different. Yeah. Because if you played AJ Lawson, Reggie Bullock's minutes the entire year, I'm I'm willing to bet money he giving you pretty much the same shit, if not better, because he's probably going to get you some defensive deflections and shit and some highlight dunks. He's probably we probably if you play AJ Lawson I'll last you year in Reggie Bullock's role for the second half of the season, he's giving you those eight points. Every Thank night. you. And he's probably remember, playing. Really remember, I showed you that. Um, that's what I was like, Bills. Remember, I showed you the stat sheet. Reggie played about 20 something, 30 minutes. Goose egg. Multiple times. Multiple times. But in, in Sacramento, I was just like, oh my God, he can't keep doing this. And I took that picture. And I said, look at this. And he can't dribble. So all his points are coming off of catch and shoot opportunities. And then he's passing up some of those. What is he actually adding to the basketball game? Nothing. He can shoot when he's wide open and catches it. He plays when defense. They felt, they were, that's question. Like caught in a like awkward place. They put Jaden Hardy in, and I had been saying the whole year, man, why ain't they playing this young man? Why ain't they playing this young man? Why playing <laughs> this young man? Then he finally goes out. He's scoring like fifteen. Like when I watch these teams right now, and I'm watching Christian Brown, and I'm watching Gabe Vincent contribute to championship level basketball. That's a coach that understands this player goes out and hustles. If this player is not hitting shots, this player is going to get deflections. He's getting out in the open court. Like he's making shit happen. Reggie Bullock, not making shit happen. He not. It's a waste of time. Theopolis pencil was not making shit happen. My thing is you already have nice nice guys that you drafted you drafted josh green he's developing into a good player you drafted he's about Dave to be with Hardy. the boomers this summer you so drafted he, develop Hardy. he looks like he's shaping up to have a nice second season why not add another young piece to that core that complements the team and your best player especially if you're able to keep a guy like Kyrie. why not draft a uh, a big, uh, a defensive big, or a nice three and D wing, or a nice defensive athletic wing. Yeah, it's not. We don't need to build a team that's gonna have a quick shelf life. Yeah. Um, Kyrie or no Kyrie, trading the pick, trading a couple young guys to get a thirty year old will piss me off. I'm just and that's kidding. what I keep saying of why they should keep the pick. Because that's exactly what they're going to do. Because what's going to be somebody that, that's not going to mesh well. They're probably going to trade a midseason. Basically, this is the cycle that's been going on for the past, what, I want to say four or five seasons? I mean, you could probably take it further than that. Because, yeah. I mean, no. Uh, you can, but I'm talking about like the Luca years. Right? Yeah, the Luca years is, that's exactly how. It's looking very, very Dirk Nowitzki ish. Yeah, it's, and I it's don't there's, like no, there's no foresight. Like, go back to the Dirk Nowitzki years. We spent five, six years trying to find, trying to hit a home run in free agency. If we had taken the draft seriously those few first years, if we had drafted Giannis 
Antetokounmpo and allowed him to develop. By the time we got to the 2018 draft, we wouldn't have been worried about no Luka Doncic because Giannis would have developed at that point and Dirk would be competing still. But because we were so short-sighted, we could not plan two, three, four years. It was do it now, do it now, do it now, do it now. And you look at where we are. We got lucky with Luka. And other than that, it's been a lot of film. When he finally came, the other dude, now he's like a sensation where in Taiwan or whatever he is. Um, who else is supposed right to be coming? Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. He's, is he China, Taiwan. Taiwan. I thought you were talking yeah. about Shane Larkin. Nah, Shane Larkin, he's somewhere in Europe. Shane he's still Larkin. in Europe. He was, he he was, was a Euroleague. He, he was like the Euroleague MVP like a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, he's, he's a hooper out in Europe. He is good not for a him. NBA hooper. Good but, for him. But <laughs> I know. Again, Thank like you, Reese. That's why I was going like, yeah, good for him. The fact that we have a new regime. You landed on, you, you landed on your feet, buddy. Thank you. We're, we, the fact that we have a new regime and we're still talking like the same shit, the, just lets you know that Mark Cuban is the be-all, end-all at the end of the day. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a puppet master. Also, what you need to realize is we have the 10th overall pick, not the 5th overall pick. Who do you think we're getting with the 10th overall pick and whatever role player or role players we attach to it? What do you think we're getting that's going to take us over the top? Be for real. Yeah, it's it's a, it's it's a short. Yeah, this is gonna be. Yeah, Ooh, we got this work. asset. We got to flip it immediately. It's it's that meant that mentality that's gonna keep us stuck for another five years, and that's what's gonna lead keep Chase Luca away. Even if you trade it for a player that's good right now, two three years when that player is 34, 32, Kyrie's older, and Luca's coming up on the end of his contract, and we have nothing. We have no young players backfilling. Like who, who, who Luca's not going to want to carry 30 year olds his entire career. Get some young bodies in here. I mean, we got Josh. Now we're talking about trading Josh and Jaden. You get two young players, you talk about trading them immediately. When those are two players long term that fit on a Luca Dodgers team. Outside of the out of outside of Luca, Josh Green and Jaden Hardy are the best players you've drafted probably since Josh fucking Howard. Thank you. And and Brunson, obviously. But no one wants I'm to sorry, hear and Brunson. Yeah. No one wants to hear that, though. No, nope, not counting Brunson and Luca. Okay, okay, yeah. They're not counting that year. Gotcha. Not counting that year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of tragedy out there, and the yeah. fact that we immediately developed three assets. Josh Green is an asset. Jaden Hardy, asset. Tenth pick, asset. And immediately, all I'm seeing is trade, trade, trade. You don't want to do assets. And like Bibbs, no. It's like I stop. To him at media I'm not, day before the I'm season. not like. I talked to him during the season. And every time I came to Bibbs, was like, yo, woo, woo, woo. He, can't, he had a, a good game like that next time, right after we talked about like what he did. So I'm like, why wouldn't you want a guy who's taking this serious? Good head hopefully on Hopefully, Luca really is getting a nutritionist. Um, <laughs> hopefully, he really is. But you got Josh Green who says every single summer, since I've been on this team, I'm in the gym more now than I've ever been. And then I'm going over with the boomers to get even more runs in with the national team. And I expect you. I, some of those why why would you want to say, you know what, get rid of that guy. And that's the thing. Like people, people, the 2K mindset that people have is is bad. There's value in having a guy that you drafted because they have an innate loyalty a lot of times to the team that drafted them. If you're going after these these mercenaries all the time, they have no loyalty. When stuff gets rough, they're going to go. 
Josh and Jaden Hardy are, are bought in. Jalen Brunson was bought in. You, you drafted him. You believed in him. You posted articles talking about how he should have been a lottery pick if you looked at the actual talent. And then when he wanted his 55 mil, you want to play games. That's how you kill loyalty. That's the opposite of relationship management and talent management. All these te- all the, the small market teams that are trying to build something out of the mud are giving these dudes these extensions early, whether or not they've shown they actually earned that particular dollar amount. Because when you look at the NBA and contracts, everybody always overreacts to a contract. That's too much money. That's too much money. But then you look two, three years in the future as the cap continues to rise and contracts continue to increase. All of a sudden, that's not too much money. Fifty-five million was said, never too much money for Jalen Brunson, and anybody is still people, saying that is goofy. Remember when people said the Cavs overpaid for Jay for Jared Allen? Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a discount at this point. Facts. But but you every year we got to do the same stuff. Jalen Brunson should have paid him, didn't pay him, and now you got two more young dudes that are clearly. Josh Green took a leap this year, and I expect he would have taken another mm. one coming into this next season. Jaden Hardy it, yeah. dominated the G League, probably would have been the MVP if he had stayed down there, but he came up and contributed in ways that guys on the team were not doing at the end because of the he's already getting his runs in. Like, you know, he was in like Vegas for that Javante Davis fight, but he's been, he came back, he's getting his runs Is in. Is he training in Vegas? Oh, no, he wasn't training in Vegas. He came back and he was with like, um, McKinley Wright AJ, was already in the AJ game. Lawson and McKinley Wright are still hanging out in Dallas as well. Yeah, they were at the Wings game, but they also got some uh runs in at the facility. I saw Max was out there. Yeah. Um, I got uh see, but you don't want to edit the thing. I can't say the yeah, stupid so, thing I got told. <laughs> I got told some stupid, so I'll tell y'all after. But all um, I'm saying is you got some nice young assets on the team. Josh Green, his archetypal player, is one of the most valuable in the league, and he's still continuing to grow. You see Hardy's continuing to grow. He could be a great six-man off the bench for you. If you put – you sprinkle this team, say Kyrie stays. Kyrie stays as Luka and Kyrie. You sprinkle this team with the right pieces. You get a rebounding defensive anchor type big. He doesn't have to be a star. Don't go after a name. Go after a guy who fits. I don't know if a an, if a traditional four who can possibly stretch the floor a bit works better for this team. I, I, I'm honestly not sure yet. But sprinkle this team with the right pieces. Get some shooting. A guy like KCP who can shoot and play defense. You already got a Josh Green. You got a Jaden Hardy who can give you buckets off of the bench and things like that. Just make smart moves. You're trying to rush and make things happen fast at risk of losing. And that's definitely not going to make Lucas. When the things that you're doing is what's going to lose you your star player. Right. I said it. I said it last year when we did when I did the uh, fix the Mavs thing. Yeah. Where we're at today. Is not going to be what keeps Luca. Where we're at in three years is what's going to keep Luca. Because if we get old and all these dudes age out by the time he's approaching the end of his contract, that's when he's going to be making a decision to leave. He's not making that decision next year with three, four years left on his contract. He's making it in three years when his contract is almost up. That's the that's the timeline. So if you think Josh Green is going to get worse in three years, then by all means trade him. But if you are smart and realize he's probably going to improve over the next three years. If you are smart and think Jaden Hardy is going to improve over the next three years, if you think that you can find a player at number 10 
who you think you can develop over the course of the next three years, then by golly, you probably should keep all three of those things. That's why I said what I said. Now, if an all-star... That young, that youngster, now, that youngster will actually put in the work. And you know it. For both of those, for both Josh Green and Jaden Hardy, you know they're going to put in the work. You mentioned that you believe Grady Dick is a guy that's going to put in the work. So if you can find another one of those types of players and you're really trying to build something here, build it. Don't, 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 don't get a, uh, with these stucco houses that are falling apart, falling in the ocean, stuff like that. I'm going to hit you. These I'm going to hit you fixes. with this. I hate to say this because I talk about this team all the time. Like when I do talk about, NBA teams that I just love how they did it. Sam freaking Presty, bro. That's how you do it. He said, I, okay, I'm going to show you this. You see how this cake recipe? This is all the ingredients. This is how you do it. Why is everybody trying to make an Eiffel Tower out of cake? Just bake it. That's all we want. <laughs> we just want the cake. It, do it taste good? Does the lemon cake not have chocolate frosting on it? I don't want that. Give me some white frosting. <laughs> Give me uh, some lemon frosting on that cake. I was about to say. Chocolate. Was about to Come say. on. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. Sh- like, this Sh- is I very... was in the same draft as Luca, right? Who? Jay Gillis, Alexander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah, he was. Okay. It's curious looking at the team building. And I still, but I understand the ends justified the means of that um, PG trade. Well, it's also I looked at the Clippers trade. They've been bad, and they have like multiple draft picks. So say what? Yeah, they've also been bad. And in- I mean, he wasn't drafted by Oklahoma City. I'm just looking at the time. He was drafted by the Clippers. Yeah, he was drafted by the Clippers. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying they've had multiple draft picks and are able to like you know. And but you see what they've done though. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, dude, you could live like this. Preston has made this so simple. But they've also had guys to trade for drafts. Yeah. Like, I'm, like I'm looking at I'm looking at him. I'm looking at the, the way that they've they built. And am I confident in saying that in four years the Mavs are gonna be continuing to climb? No. No, because I don't know if Luka Doncic is gonna be on the team. Am I confident in saying that the Thunder probably will? Yes. Yeah. Because they're building organically. The and Nuggets, they did it right. Built organically, as you mentioned, you're right. Miami has a system. This is the thing, and this isn't we're going too far at this point. I'm gonna hit you with. I don't know what Pat Riley be saying, but it worked. Miami <laughs> has a system. Yeah, they have a starting lineup, players that do their jobs, and when one person, when one brick fails, they have a person behind that person that does the same shit. Yeah, but it all goes like the back what we were saying about consistency. We when's the last time they had a coach? When's the last time they had a new coach? Hmm? Haven't had to because they have a per- person with an identity in the system that works. Thank you. Prove it. Thank you, man. You know this. I don't know how this episode's supposed to make me mad, but it's making me mad because this is tough. Because when you sitting there on the inside, you see like, bro, all of this stuff is easy to fix. But you're just refusing to fix it. <laughs> it's like it's starting to frustrate me. I've been yelling about this on this podcast for two years now. Oh, they make, make it harder than it has to be. Um, 
As a person that got that pulled the curtain back, I swear to God, it's worse. They whooping their ass. <laughs> they are whooping their ass. Oh yeah, I'm getting the alerts. The, the more I get the alerts, I'm just like, wow. Oh man, I ain't never thought I'd say this, man. Go Miami. I know. They mad about that. Oh Miami. I don't give a fuck. They mad about that. Go Miami, but what about I mean, them Texas boys, man? Shout you can't when you brother. when you watch a team that that's so dysfunctional that has the most toxic culture in the league, probably that the media gaslights the fans, the owner gaslights the fans, the coach gaslights the fans. But then you see a, a team that res- just top to bottom integrity and and doing it the right way, getting the right type of players like. That Miami Heat team is, I mean, besides Bam and Tyler Hero, all them dudes got it out the mud. Yeah. Like, every single one of them grinding, like, their entire life. Shout out to Nipsey Hussle. Ah, uh, oh, man. You ain't say my boy, uh, Tyler. I said <laughs> besides the, the streets. Did, did the he get it out of Wisconsin? <laughs> the streets I mean, of Wisconsin, man. <laughs> I can't. It's I can't put no Kentucky players. I can't put no Kentucky players on that list. If you play nah. for Kentucky, you, you ain't get it out the mud. If you went to Kentucky, you probably doing all right. If you went to Kentucky, so Bam and Tyler, I gotta exclude them. But everybody else, at one point or another, has been undervalued, underappreciated, and they going out and they hooping. And I can't. I can't help but respect that. Uh this is wet. Really fucking long. We've been on here for almost two hours. Told you that. Uh, I actually sure for us. Sure for us. I actually was gonna transition into closing this out. Uh, unless you have any close, do you have any? uh, Not unless I'm asking. Do you have any closing thoughts? Man, this was a hell of a podcast. Um. You done made me angry all over again because you made me relive the whole season. Anybody listen? Anybody listen to this all the way through? Shout, shout out, out to you. Uh, hit us up on 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 Twitter. Let us know how you feeling about. If you listen to this in its entirety, there you go. Tweet the Mavs Outsiders account. Y'all out of pocket. <laughs> no, put like lemon cake with chocolate frosting. That's how I know you really listened to it. Because <laughs> <I know> you... <laughs> was said that, that, and I've just been focused on that the whole day. I'm like, who would do that? <laughs> Wait, well, I think I was about to say the same thing that you just said. I think that I was the most angry. What, that, that made me angry. Oh, the lemon cake with chocolate frosting? Yeah, I was about to say uh, what, what kind of frosting was on that cake. But... Yeah, if you listen to this all the way through, Tweet the Mavs Outsiders account and let us know what kind of frosting was on that lemon cake. Because it was some bullshit. Nasty. I tasted it. Nasty. Could Nasty. you take it? Could you like take the frosting off and eat the cake? No, but what I did was like I ate the inside <laughs> without the. I just like he turned it to the side and took that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll eat nothing but the lemon cake. Part. You pulled the frosting <laughs> to the side. Okay. Yeah, I like ate around the frosting and shit. <laughs> Put the fork. You still talk, you still talk the about the cake, right? Put the fork. That's what I would have did. That's what I would have did. With that being said, since Bibbs is going that far out of pocket, yeah, Bibbs go wild. Yeah, Bibbs go wild. Bibbs oh, is like, 
<laughs> but yeah, you just have you like you made me have PTSD of the season, bro. Because I was like, "There's no way this is happening." Biz is like extremely out of pocket right now. <laughs> mm. Um, Shaw, do you have any closing thoughts? Like I said, Biz just made me have PTSD talking about how things can be easily fixed. Because <laughs> I literally was standing like none of this makes any sense. And like I said, when I pulled the curtain back and saw the wizard. I really got mad. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Well, you feel I ain't never felt so powerless. I'm gonna put you on the spot one life. more time. Go ahead. On a scale of one to one hundred, what percentage of the power a GM should have does Nico have? <laughs> you can hold up you can hold up a fingers like if you could do it on your hand right. <laughs> what the fuck was that i think it was four. one two three four okay right. 44 okay that sounds about right yeah I'm just I'm glad he has. I'm gonna tell you why <clears throat> he gets them there, but after they get there, as as <laughs> evidenced by my dude, the, by the way they did my dude Chris Hill, but it's okay, it's okay. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to. I think that there was a quote about turning over the roster. If yeah. I'm not mistaken. I'm looking forward to that. I said they got to show new me. faces. I need I believe it when I see it. If Theo Pinson is on the roster, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to survive that. It's a waste of a They role. had him at that Wings game like he was. He doing his best. Can you I, guess Theo Pinson's position on 2K? Small, small forward? No. Point guard? No, he a two. No. He's a, one, he's a one and a two. Powerful. He ain't no power forward on there. Yes, he is. I know, I, I know it was a P something, but it's a PF. It don't say PSFF on there. It says PS. Does it have like primary power forwards? Primary powerful. Like power forward point guard or like power? I think it was power forward, small forward. I was about to say, it said, it said, it said PSFF? No. No comment. His position need to be assistant coach next well, year. Hey. That's that's what it needed to be. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. Once y'all turn up, when y'all turn up the recording, we're gonna talk about it. I was gonna say podcast, but he ain't really doing numbers like with that being said, right? Yeah, yeah. Turn um, that up. We gonna yeah, close out this episode before Bibbs creates ops for us that we do not need. Cause you acting like see, see, it's different because y'all don't live here, right? So what you doing is. You're making it hard for me to walk into certain buildings. Sean, <laughs> look, if I'm I go into the building and the key card ain't going to work. Exactly. They're going to take your credential, my bad. They're going to take my credential right off my neck. They're going to snatch it off like uh, like T.I. Like T.I. did. Uh, Lauren. <laughs> I for- you're right. I forgot they move like that. I forgot that's how they move. 
Cause I still got the DM mm. when Buddy told me stop associating with certain people. Hey, yo, talk to the so, anyway. Ah, anyway, no, this not. Hold on, this is a whole different one. This is a whole different one. Okay, a whole uh, different one. Somebody from the act, somebody that worked for the Mavs. This is before I, the page even blew up like it did. Okay, DM me like people were going in on social media team back in the day. It was I actually looked it up. It was 2019. People were going in on the social media team. It was one dude going real hard like. He was very upset with how trash they were, rightfully so. And I was laughing at some of the stuff he was saying. And some dude I had never spoken to in my life, who I later realized worked for the Mavs, DM me saying, you know, this account is saying really mean things about my coworkers and blah, 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 blah. You may not want to associate with them. Bro, I was like, balls, motherfucker. <laughs> Be a man. I was like, who the fuck are you? Like, it what was you- a man, right? It was a dude, yes. Yeah, be a fucking man. I was like, who? First of all, I was like, who? who where you come from? First of all, second, like, I don't work for y'all. Like, it, why? It let me know. It let me know some things, but just came out of the blue. Don't follow me. Don't don't interact. I ain't never spoke to this dude in my life. He in my DM saying don't associate with certain people. So that just let me know I'm probably blackballed in the, inside the the Mavs offices. They probably seen a couple applications. Come through, I said, psych, and that was that. <laughs> so Some stuff got paylaid into the trash. Can. It definitely got thrown. And then the only dude that I was, <laughs> the only dude that I actually talked to that had some sense in the front office, uh, ended up covering up some shit that was going down during the scandal, and he got fired. So it is what it is. Bad environment over there. I have no desire to to be associated with any of those people. So I'm sorry if I said some scorched earth type stuff. I don't care. So, I don't even know this, man. I ain't gonna mess up your bag, though. <laughs> I ain't even know this, man. Shad is not. Shad does not. I, I'll put a disclaimer in the notes. I'll put a disclaimer the in the thoughts notes. Thoughts of Bibbs and the Mavs outside of the podcast do not represent the thoughts of Shad Miller. There you go. The I'm Uncle Urban or Dallas Weekly. I'm like, <laughs> or Dallas. I was like, man, listen. Hey, said, I'm pay- look, I just got my contract. <laughs> <laughs> draft, draft. Draft it however you need it to be worded. I'll put it in the show notes to make sure you're covered. I just got nah, my, my saltiness got is, not, is not applied to your feelings. Breeze, I just got the money. <laughs> I, just got it, I just got it. Just hit his account. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> we want to thank Sean for coming on and giving his insight into the lottery and the combine. You will be seeing more shot in the future, especially if you become a patron when that counts. I mean, when that drops, keep an eye on that. Uh, Shaw, thank you for coming on, brother. You know, um, of course. it's always a good time. Always an ignorant time, but always a good time nonetheless. Always a good time. Look, y'all take you Look, the more we do of these, the more it probably won't be as hectic for me during these seasons because – I am planning to go to the preseason games. Uh, let me see if they still want to pay a brother after all of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I can go. I can edit this Boy, podcast look. and put just the clean parts out. It'll be like 30 minutes. A radio of- version of the podcast. It'll be like 30 minutes. When, mm-hmm. I, when I tell you. It'll be one I of them songs where they take the bleeps out. And it's just Abu Dhabi and I'm in front of the stadium and I don't get in. It's like watching Baby Boy on BET. All the curse words. <laughs> Mother lover. <laughs> Mother lover. <laughs> oh, man. Bibbs, anything cool, to say to cool. the people before we close this up? I apologize for my, my behavior. He lying. 
<laughs> For real. Hey, this is my platform. I say what I want. He said, I, he said, I don't care if you just got the money. We'll match it. I said, you better. <laughs> with all that being said, I want to leave y'all with a message. If you're a parent and you're listening to this podcast, quick lesson. Before you take kids to hotels, make sure they know what's going on in the hey, room before you yeah. gotta explain it. Oh my god. We'll holler at y'all next week. Oh my god. <laughs>
Get one month free when you sign up at greenlight.com slash podcast.